My name is Sean Thomas. I'm the author of Be More Today, a 40-day guide to a better version of you. As doctor of physical therapy, I've seen thousands of people do great things. They came to me with ailments, physical ailments, pain, issues, and they got through them, all because they decided in their mind they were going to do it. So I wrote a book about it. Your thoughts can make you great or they can make you crumble. Those thoughts actually control everything in your life. I have three things I want you to do. Starts. Things I want you to start doing in your life that you said you wanted to do at some point in time. You said them. Stops. Things I want you to stop doing in your life, which I know you also want to stop. And three goals for your lives. And I take you through a 40-day guide to make sure you take those thoughts for those three things into reality. Now, I put some workouts in there too. Workouts to keep you always on the move because you got to keep moving. you got to stay focused. So, 40 days. Thoughts, workouts, you. And all I want you to do is trust the process and just be persistent. Visit BeMoreTodayBook.com. That's right, BeMoreTodayBook.com. And I guarantee you, if you just trust the process and be persistent, you too can be the best version of you. What's going on, folks? Your boy again, Dr. Sean Thomas, back in the building. Be more today's show, Project 40 More, day number 29. We are back, we are back, we are back in the building. And folks, thank you so much for 29 days. You've been pushing, grinding, and working with me to keep Project 40 More going. And I got to say thank you for inspiring me to get up every single day to give you a short message of inspiration, a short message of, of encouragement to go out there and to try to be more today. Yesterday we had our Be More Today Spartan Sunday Jag Run run in the community, our community run for eight miles. And it was great. So people come out from various places early in the morning and we took over the streets of Brooklyn. We ran the streets, ran the streets. I gotta say thank you to Jag One and all of our volunteers and our directors for our being out there and showing us their offices in that South Brooklyn area. I gotta thank all of our sponsors from Spy Belt to give us the belts we ran with. Those belts were phenomenal. We fit everything we had to put in those belts and they made the running so much easier. And our nutrition and hydration sponsors, right? Vitamin Water. Thank you so much for being a part of us that day. You kept us hydrated and every single office was able to give because you gave to us. So we greatly, greatly appreciate it. And it was just amazing having so many contributors for that day. It made the day just seem special. It was a special day for all of us. And I got to say thank you because we could not have done it without you. And of course, Drink Body Armor for also giving us hydration. And Liberty Coca-Cola for giving us all the things that we needed. We rocked out that day. And to our Spartan Sunday crew, you already know. I appreciate you guys so much. You are the backbone of why I do so many things. So keep striving. Keep pushing. Let's get Berlin, Chicago, NYC. Lola Challenge in Puerto Rico and all things moving forward. My quote for today is simple as always. First, forget inspiration. Habit is more dependable. Habit will sustain you whether you're inspired or not by Octavia Butler. Forget inspiration. I know I talk about being inspired and blah, blah, blah. But if you're inspired or not, habit, whatever you do, whatever you usually do, that thing will be the thing. That will sustain you, whether you feel like doing something or not. And it's true. Our habits, right? We sometimes do things, oh, sorry, force a habit. Yes, 
The force of habit is a real thing. It can make you do something or not because it is inside of you. It is a part of you. We are creatures of habit. We are. Whether we think we're not, we are. We are creatures of habit. So when the habits kick in and they are either positive or negative, those things are real things. And today we're talking about this concept, one of our almost final concepts. Right? We have two more concepts after this, but the next concept on the docket is talking about counter-conditioning. Counter-conditioning, substituting healthy behaviors and thoughts for unhealthy behaviors and thoughts. There are so many things that we should be doing that we're not doing, and we find other ways to put things in those places so the healthy things are not done, but we find habitual, unhealthy things to do instead. Counter-conditioning is looking at that thing and trying to get back to where we want to be, trying to give us stimuli that are going to help to get us to like the healthy thing and not be so attracted to the unhealthy thing or behavior. It is typically used to eliminate phobias. Thus, a child might be given a food right, or a treat while the feared object or thing is gradually moved closer and closer to the child. At the first sign of fear, the object is removed. And the procedure is done over and over and over again until the conditioned response changes, where the fear reduces and the treat becomes the thing that they actually do want. It's used usually in terms of animals as well. We talked about Pavlov's um, testing of, of various animals back in the day. We know how those tests went and being able to help even induce the salivation uh, of an animal without even having the food you know, next to it and connecting that to bells so that when the dog was getting to a point where they were just salivating based on the response of the bell, it no longer had to do anything with food at all. It had to do with the condition response that they were working with. And that's sometimes how we are. We sometimes are conditioned to do certain things, right? We are conditioned to respond certain ways. And I don't know what your thing is as we're talking about this new concept today and talking about the initial stages for pre-contemplation and contemplation. I want you to think about some things that you do that you know are bad. And now you have this conditioned response, this unhealthy response that substitutes your healthy behavior. For instance, some of you may not run, may not work out, and your unhealthy substitute for that is you, you eat. You eat based on your emotions, you eat based on your feelings, you be, eat based on your persona on that certain day. And that can be a substitute for what you are trying to do Maybe it's a healthy or thing for you to do something because your job is so stressful. So you say, I got to do something. And maybe you worked out for a little bit. But then once you fell off from that, you defaulted to an unhealthy behavior, which was overeating or eating sweets or eating ice cream every single time. Right. And those things now, which are not bad when you do them once or twice, now become habitual. And now that is a bigger issue and a bigger problem. So. We're just thinking about these things now. We're pre-contemplating and contemplating about the counter-conditioning things that may be in our lives. And what we can think about substituting, right? To get the unhealthy out and to get the healthy back in. Because there are a number of things that you've already substituted when it comes to healthy behaviors and thoughts for unhealthy behaviors and thoughts. You know what they are. For some of you, they may be addictions, right? Pornography. Or maybe it's 
going out there and binge shopping on Amazon. Maybe it's simply just being a gossip. Maybe it's just being lazy and watching Netflix shows all day. Maybe for you, you wallow in your own depression. Or you get involved in other feelings that overwhelm you. Whatever the case may be, we substitute healthy behaviors and thoughts for unhealthy behaviors and thoughts. And during this pre-contemplation, contemplation phase, which talks about thoughts all the time, I want you to start thinking about what are the things that you're substituting? What healthy behaviors are you not doing? And instead are doing unhealthy behaviors like A, B, C, D, E. What are they? What are they? For me, I know that when I get sleepy, I need to go to sleep. And I need to just, just say, you know what, I'm done for today. Pack it up, I'm done. But I substitute this need for sleep, this healthy behavior that I could be doing. I substitute that by going on Instagram and start scrolling. So I stay up longer. But I need that to, to wake up because I'm falling asleep. But me staying up longer is detrimental to my health because now I'm getting less sleep in the long run, which means I'm less prepared, less energized, less focused in the morning. And then the same thing happens the next day. So we all have certain things that get in the way that, that distract us, that we substitute for a healthy behavior because it feels good. It's, it's what we've been doing. It feels right. It feels natural. It's easy, right? All these different things. And I'm just here to simply uh, implore you to think today about the things in your life that you're substituting, the healthy things that should be out to make the, or the healthy things that should be in to make room for the unhealthy things to get out of your life. Think about it this week. Think about it this day. I want you to write them down. Because we're going to continue to talk about substituting our healthy behaviors and thoughts for unhealthy ones and getting the unhealthy ones out of here. Trying to figure out why we even do that. Why we even substitute a good thing for a bad thing? And look into the action and, and maintenance phases so that we know how to do this thing on a regular basis. Now, I don't know what the unhealthy behaviors are in your life, whether it's gossip or whether it's laziness, maybe it's fear, maybe it's uh, uh, no sense of follow-through, right? Whatever the case may be, we have to think about what is healthy for us and what we know we can actually substitute that thing with. Because some of us are going to say, you know what, I'm not doing anything. You may have this whole list of things you want to do, but you know you're not going to do any of those things because you don't want to. But again, back to our quote, first, forget inspiration. You don't care if you're inspired or not. Habit is more dependable. Habit will sustain you whether you're inspired or not. We're trying to make this thing a habit. We're trying to make this thing habitual. Just like Pavlo's dog with salivation and the bell with no food around, we're looking to make ways so that you can respond appropriately when things arise, when things pop off, so that you're ready when that hit comes. You're ready when it's time to be out. Right? That's what we want. That's what we want. So take some time today just to think about the things that you want to substitute out. Out with the old and with the new. Out with the unhealthy and with the healthy. And let's take some more steps to greatness to be the best version of ourselves. That's my charge for you guys today. To really think about what are some of the unhealthy behaviors in your life? And how can we get those things out of here? So we can prepare and act 
for day two tomorrow. And we talk about counter conditioning. How can we act on these things? What can we do to make sure we have a plan in place? As we prepare and act for these things. That's our goal for tomorrow. But for today, you already know. Get those, those squats in, those push-ups, those plank jacks, mountain climbers, jumping jacks, dips, lunges, and Russian twists. And this is the last day for those things for this challenge. Just so you know. Just so you know. There are only two more exercises to add to our list of exercises. And one of them is my favorite, burpees. So, burpees begin tomorrow. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry in advance. I apologize for all of the madness that burpees are going to bring to your life. But it's going to be a great thing to see everyone doing burpees 40 burpees for four days straight. That is the plan. That's the goal. That's what we're doing. It is what it is. All right, folks, have a good day. Have a good night. Have a great life and continue to take your steps to greatness and be the best version of you. I will see you tomorrow for day two of our little mini series talking about the Transcendental Model Change and this new topic, counter conditioning. Until then, peace. I'm gonna be a better version of me. Every journey starts with a thought, a vision, fueled by a why. But what's your why? Why do you want to be more today than you were yesterday? You already know. You have to trust the process and just be persistent. You already know that next level results require next level effort, period. But why is today different than any other day? What's your why? How are you going to get to the next level? See, most of you want to make it to the promised land of success, but aren't willing to make the sacrifices. Let me be clear. Nobody said it was going to be easy. No handouts. No excuses. It's just you versus you. It's go time. Find your wife for the 5 a.m. wake-up call. Find your wife for the extra mile you have to do after the workout. Find your wife to face that fear. Take that test. Make that move. Come on, y'all. Your whole life has been a warm-up for this moment right here, today. Are you finally ready to play? You gotta decide to stay always on the move. Less talk, more action. Just be better. Just be more. Be more today. You